Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. I had the good fortune of being at the Muscular Dystrophy Association party in Rochester, New York, and I was sitting with Tim Rice, and he is the Senior Business Development Professional with Predictive Analytics and Decision Solutions, and we're going to be learning all about that, but he's committed to helping uh, children and adults with muscular dystrophy, and he's uh, quite a business executive. He's also active with the Buffalo Bills in Western New York. A little more information about Predictive Analytics and Decision Solutions, which is an advanced predictive analytics and decision sciences company, providing actionable insights to leading organizations globally to help them enhance revenues, reduce costs, and optimize risk. They have an excellent team of economists, statisticians, domain experts, and data engineers who have been helping their clients take more confident decisions which maximizes return on investment. They love solving the most relevant and complex business problems by adopting cutting-edge data science and advanced analytics technologies. Our guest from Rochester, New York, Tim Rice, on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Let's Good talk. Yes, it's uh, my pleasure to have you, and again, thank yeah, you thanks. for helping uh, children with 43 different neuromuscular diseases and ALS. Let's talk about securing the most powerful and unique competitive stronghold. How do you do that, Tim Rice? You know, in my opinion, uh, Brian, it's it's a matter of first the organization really needs to make sure that they want to be out in the forefront of their of their thinking and then their actions. They've got to be uh, so much more um, thinking forward than ever before because of the competitiveness uh, in time to market globally, regionally, nationally. So I think what, what we do is we really, at the grassroots level, figure out what are their compelling go-to-market activities, how are they going to uh, reduce costs, mitigate risk. We take their data which comes in forms of customer data, operational data, social media, which we all know is a big indicator these days. And we combine it with Dunham Bradstreet data, which provides industry data. We mix it together and we come out with scorecards, we call it. And those are over and above many of the scorecards that even if organizations are using, because we're looking at things like application scoring, and behavioral scoring. At the high level, that's kind of what we do and how we help advance uh, these these type of organizations. 
Okay. Uh, if someone is listening in Fairport, where you're from, Tim Rice, or yeah. in Toronto or Washington, D.C., to the 17 states and half of Canada we reach, if they have a question, could you tell us an email address where you could answer this? Absolutely, Brian. Be my pleasure. It's uh, Timothy, T-I-M-O-T-H-Y dot R at Preds, P-R-A-D-S-I-N-C dot com. Repeat that, please. Timothy, T-I-M-O-T-H-Y dot R at Preds, Inc., P-R-A-D-S-I-N-C dot com. Okay, I hope our listeners that are listening in Montreal... Rochester or Manhattan have questions, they can contact Tim Rice, our guest, on ESPN AM 1520. Now let's talk about increasing sales and retaining customers competitively. How do you do that, Tim Rice, as Senior Business Development Professional with Predictive Analytics and Decision Solutions? Well, that's that's a very exciting one for me, Brian, because I've my whole career has been around sales and looking at how uh, you can market and brand yourself in a more effective way. For example, if you're a bank executive and you are in the commercial space of the bank, you have peers that are in the retail side of the bank as well as the wealth management and many banks own insurance companies. So in this case, what we do is we have a precision targeting use case model, which basically allows us to take those separate databases across the bank or financial institution, and we get to merge it with DMB industry data, and we come out with who's your best customer, your A, Bs, and Cs across the four service lines, or even one just looking at your service line, we can, we can look at their behavior either with your loans or lines of credit or deposits or some some other uh, debt that they have because we have the DMB data. So we mix it together, and when they show up on Monday morning and they're a loan officer and they say, oh, i got to make these 15 calls, now we have, call, we have a list of those most prominent prospects that have a higher propensity to buy, and we feel that we give them the thought leadership ideas into a discussion with a potential uh, loan uh, loanee for a, you know a commercial loan, for example. So we we give them that data. We give them the the insights that they didn't have before because they didn't they didn't know what they had internally. Plus, the industry data is very strong. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. Um, what type of business, then, would be interested or business executive in your services to increase sales or retain customers? What kind of business? Well, you know, yeah, sure. I, 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 work with, I work with financial institutions. I work with insurance companies. I even work with attorneys, Brian, and they're not easy, as you probably can agree. Right. What's, what the law firms are experiencing as pain is the, the loss of billable hours and the reduction of a billable hour because 
of technology, because of offshoring, because of paralegals. So they're stressed with how do we leverage and how do we become more competitive in our marketplace. So I'm having discussions and conversations and uh, client meetings with law firms, accounting firms. They say it's so difficult to differentiate themselves in the market. They see predictive analytics as a vehicle to help them become more sticky and more client-facing with their, their clients and offer a differentiation. In the healthcare space, I just came back from a healthcare conference down in Albany, and you have, you have hospitals, you have medical organizations, you have, um, you have insurance, medical insurance companies, uh, startup organizations, and they see the ability to get out in front of their customers while they're doing trials, while they're doing um, new product releases. That important data of who they should spend time with is critical, as well as cutting operational costs in the hospital, which is very costly. It goes right to the bottom line, whether they cut it out or they sit or they uh, or they they go through with that big expenditure. So it ranges that you know I, I I can't say one industry that doesn't have the application because it's really that forward thinking. How do you make better informed decisions using the data? Um, manufacturers as well is another big area where they're. Their time to market, their time to manufacture out to the marketplace to their distributors or end users, they've got to be able to continually cut costs and become more efficient. For those who just tuned in to the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing with 50,000 watts of clear channel power, 17 states and much of Canada. Our guest today is from Fairport, New York, Tim Rice. He is the senior business development professional with predictive analytics and decision solutions. He hails from Fairport, New York with his adult children. A little plug here, Western New Yorkers love their traditions and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ample Legal. The Ample Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guests, Mitch Flynn and Mickey Osterreicher with the Ride for Roswell, United States Congressman Chris Collins. Coming up, we'll have John Kotsmatides, who owns United Refining and the Quickfill gas station chain, Carrie Nowak, involved with a Christian camp, and Dr. Adam Borzinski, orthopedic surgeon with Excelsior Orthopedics in Amherst, Orchard Park, and Niagara Falls, New York. Again, any thoughts or comments? If you're listening in Toronto, Rochester, or Manhattan, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226, and we greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. A little bit more information about Tim Rice, Senior Business Development Professional, 
Predictive Analytics and Decision Solutions. He assists organizations with over 25-plus years of experience of industry and domain expertise, which includes big data, predictive analytics, advisory, accounting, finance, restructuring, tax risk compliance, high-end professional services, software integration, delivering complex multi-million global solutions and working across several vertical markets. Tim Rice, our guest today. Let's talk about maintaining business integrity by managing fraud. What is that all about, Tim Rice? Yes. Yes, Brian. It's it's a very, very formidable problem, as you can appreciate. There's so much uh, data that flows through our financial institutions around the world now you can predict patterns of behavior using these scorecards to flag out when there's transactions that look fishy. You can you can use uh, their social media profiles is is uh, is an indicator of their of their uh, their intentions. Um, we can um, we can basically advance the time of finding. Uh, fraud and, de- and by detecting it quicker using behavioral patterns, uh, applications that they have may have uh, structured, uh, debts that they have on their in their uh, FICA scores. So it's really it's really getting out in front of it um, using predictive analytics to uh, to stop fraud, and it goes across all over the world. Another thing you're involved with, uh, Tim Rice. As senior business development professional with predictive analytics and decision solutions, is advancing a core business capacity competitively. How do you do that, Tim Rice? Great, great question, Brian. You know, we, we when when we work with an organization, uh, we look at their strategic uh, initiatives, and we we attach our our missions and our ROIs and our benefits across those core businesses that they have. And we monitor them on a more regular basis. And then again, what we do is we predict where there could be downturns in their, their, their business um, lines of revenue. Uh, we kind of give them industry insights that maybe uh, in order to stay competitive, they need to um, lower their price, or they may need to alter their interest rates according to in, in a data that's that's brought into the equation. And by doing those things, you're looking at the ability to outsmart um, decisions um, by by looking in an advanced manner. It can also we can also we can also look at it is. Um, if they're looking to um, have a merger or acquisition within an accounting firm, how do you make better decisions which accounting firm is going to be a better, a better fit? So we're having a conversation in a, a law, uh, an accounting firm in New York where they've doubled in sales over the last five years, and they've added double, double the amount of employees that work for them. The problem is that they have not integrated all those solutions together and across their four different service lines. So that's how we're trying to make them more competitive. 
Our guest again is Tim Rice, Senior Business Development Professional with Predictive Analytics and Decision Solutions. Let's get a website if somebody wants to look up stuff that you're involved with, Tim Rice. Uh, where can people look for that? Very simply, www at pradsinc.com. Uh, repeat that again, please. It's www prads, P-R-A-D-S-I-N-C.com. If you're listening in Fairport, New York, Montreal, or northern Florida to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power on ESPN AM 1520, we'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Again, I have the good fortune of meeting our guest at the Muscular Dystrophy Association ALS fundraiser in Rochester, New York, Tim Rice. He has personally managed over $300 million in revenue and exceeded revenue goals in global sourcing, in F&A, procurement, supply chain, application development, big data, predictive analytics, mobile application integration, risk compliance, managed service, S-A-A-S. Our guest today, Tim Rice, Senior Business Development Professional with Predictive Analytics and Decision Solutions, and he is from Fairport, New York. Let's talk about meeting today's escalating consumer expectations. How do you do that, Tim Rice? You know, um, I think I think one of the things that are important to um, understand the customer and what they expect is they expect high quality, competitive price. They they want to be able to uh, really uh, have a customer for life, and those are the those are the strategic initiatives that we have seen. Uh, they they want to look at uh, how they can analyze and then get into action. They want to be able to um, look at um, revealing new categories of analytics, such as cybersecurity, geolocation, the Internet of Things, key areas that are looking at uh, sustainability. And so what we do is we attach our, our, uh, our analytics around those key initiatives. They, we help them... Um, train new uh, analytic professionals and and give them the tools to manage the problems themselves. But there's a knowledge transfer that we do with with our parent company, Dun & Bradstreet. So we have those insights from all the data scientists that we will help build organizations uh, because some of the key trends are that organizations are not keeping up with the resources to handle the data problem. So we like to feel that we can help extend the, uh, the, uh, the enterprise of analytics and where it's going in the future. Tim Rice, how about a phone number? If somebody uh, in Toronto or Buffalo or Rochester or Manhattan has a question, how can they reach you? Sure, uh, Brian. They can reach me personally at 585-330-7881. And I will accept the text as well. 
All right, say give that again, please. The the phone number. Sure, it's it's five eight five three three zero seven eight eight one. Okay, let's talk about yes. What were you saying? Just just don't call me at two o'clock in the morning, Brian. Please. All right, we won't do that. I'm a busy man. <laughs> okay, you need your your beauty sleep too. Let's talk about employing today's most advanced analytics. How do you do that, Tim Rice? Employment is is um, is there's a war on talent. So when you when you go and you're looking to um, um, add staff and professionals, you 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 can look at their uh, their behavioral patterns by other jobs that they've had. You can look at the amount of jobs that they've had. Uh, you can look at how their what are their strengths. And you can ask those questions, like what are your strengths um, for your job to be successful? What are your goals and objectives? And 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 uh, knowing those kind of indicators not only will help you will they fit into the culture within your organization, but they'll you'll also know how to manage them effectively, more effectively, by looking at those uh, those attributes. Um, before you employ them or while you're doing the interviewing process. Now, you also know about rendering business intelligence and analytics uh, to be truly actionable. How, how do you put that into action? Tim Rice, and again, Tim Rice is Senior Business Development Professional with Predictive Analytics and Decision Solutions. Tim Rice. You know, to, to indicate a story, it, it's no longer enough to be the champion of a sophisticated data analytics strategy to a C-suite. Analytics is no longer a nice-to-have. How you've got to get it into action is to look at it as being a very high cross-functional adoption across your enterprise. Senior executives need to be measured and understood that it needs to be, they need to invest in people, process, and technologies to keep that competitive edge or leapfrog your competition. So it's a question of getting the analysis done, don't procrastinate, put it into action. And that's the kind of favorite organization I like to work with, uh, be it in the respective industries, because they're the forerunners. They're the ones that are the high riskers, but they're but they're looking at the risk with our analytics um, to get ahead, and they're kind of the considered when they're when they're being evaluated by Gartner or their other um, industry analysis. They're the ones that are the best in the class because they are doing that investment in people, process, and technologies using those indices, uh, insights. Around business intelligence. Again, for those who just tuned in to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada, our guest today is Tim Rice, Senior Business Development Professional with Predictive Analytics and Decision Solutions. Again, I met him at the Muscular Dystrophy Association dinner in Rochester, New York. Now, how do you build a 360 degree view of a retail customer. Please explain that, Tim Rice. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what we do is we look at key factors. 
And the factors are around credit card transactions, payment data, account attributes, that whole category of transactional data. Then we look at channel interaction. How are they taking customer service calls? How are they doing online surveys, marketing solicitations? And also looking at unstructured data, which is social media data is all unstructured. How do you quantify that? The fa- you know, Facebooks, the LinkedIn's, uh, the Quora's, all these organizations are collecting data and it's all unstructured. Then you look at purchasing data, for example. What's the SKU level data? What's the loyalty program? Are they doing shopping, visiting patterns? What are their, what are in customer insights showing their profile data, their social presence, their social media feeds? Then a, another big indicator is industry benchmarks, the competitive key metrics, the association benchmarks. How about looking at a macroeconomic trend in a, in a, in their business? And then lastly is that in-store versus online. I always think about uh, looking at uh, or watching Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And they always ask about, well, what's your in-store revenue? What's your online presence? How is it going to go in the future? Those kind of questions, they're trying to obviously get a, a, a ranking and a feel. Do they have a great go-to-market plan? And how are they shifting to addressing the millennial generation, which I heard a quote, it's the year 2020, 75% of the workforce is going to be millennials. And how are you, how are you as an organization coming to market with making sure that you're meeting the millennial generation's expectations which are different than some of the other generations. Like, for example, in the banking world, a millennial wants to use an on, uh, a mobile application, mm-hmm. and they want to have the money transferred not a day or two days or three days. They want it done that day. And it has to be so user-friendly. If, they don't, if it's not user-friendly, they'll probably stop using the application. It's those kind of things that cost the... The suppliers, the insurance companies, the banks, the car dealers, they all are trying to figure out how to work with the millennial generation to, to gain their trust and, uh, and obviously the dollar. I'm sorry we have to bring the Rush Report to a close. We've learned a great deal from a man who's involved with the Muscular Dystrophy Association, Tim Rice. He's Senior Business Development Professional with Predictive Analytics and Decision Solutions. If people have a question, they can email him to timothy.r at pradsinc.com. I repeat, timothy.r at pradsinc.com. Dot com. Also, special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the past 15 years. Thank you for enlightening us. Tim Rice, Senior Business Development Professional, Predictive Analytics and Decision Solutions. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.